I'm Danita, and I'm here to question the other side of life with you, to show how exploring the shadow can be painful, but also sexy. We ask our listeners to unravel parts of themselves they try to hide, and this can be scary, and also bring moments of revelation and elation. In the next 15 to 20 minutes, we are going to question and move through fear and some avant-garde ideas that might make you feel rage, grief, sadness, and also joy. I'm going to share insights and personal experiences about how I've been embracing the dark so I can live in my light. Welcome to the other side. Good morning, Jen. Good morning, Danita. What is imposter syndrome? I think it's like when you're in a position in business that you should be in because you have the skill set and education and talent that have taken you there, you don't believe that you should be there. And you're like looking over your shoulder like, I shouldn't hold this title. I shouldn't be in this position. That's what I think imposter syndrome is. That's my opinion. I think you nailed it, a version of it. I think it depends on the person. It depends on the situation. Imposter syndrome is definitely connected to the core wound of something is wrong with me. And I think it's because people just feel like they're frauds or that they don't belong in their chosen field because they don't have the knowledge, they doubt themselves. And at the end, it just undermines your own confidence and motivation, even when you do have the knowledge. Because it's like you did work hard in some capacity. You had some sort of grit or resilience to get where you are. And then you get there and you're like, oh, no, it shouldn't be me. I don't deserve this. When I first started doing inner work with people and was a therapist, I felt like a total fraud. (laughs) I was like, I went through the schooling, I did all this stuff. I worked with clients and I still felt like, I don't know what I'm doing. And it was like, I know what I'm doing. I have all the knowledge. I have all the protocols, but I truly felt like I don't belong in this field. I'm doing something that I shouldn't be doing. So then I actually had to do my own inner work on that. And like, why? How come I feel this way? And it was because like my family builds things. We're in construction. That's how you succeeded was through like hard physical labor. And this other direction that I was going, when I first started, I would work with people for free. If I'm working for people for free, I'll help them. And then they don't have to pay me. I know that I'm helping them. And I feel good about that. And I feel like I'm qualified to do that in that sense. I felt like a fraud taking money for people for something that was like, you weren't supposed to pay for It wasn't hard labor. It wasn't this physical work. I shouldn't be compensated for that. And I felt like this imposter, like I didn't have enough knowledge. I wasn't like the other people out there that had all this knowledge. I was something else. I was a laborer. I was like a hard, I was like supposed to be a physical laborer. Your brain does this thing where it tricks you (laughs) into believing things that just aren't true. I had the knowledge. I had the education. I had the skills. I was developing more skills to start working with people and helping them in some capacity. But this whole thing that I was a fraud in it, it really undermined my confidence and my motivation. It's when I truly just like started out as I learned more, I still felt a little fraudy. Anxiety and doubt. Even when I started the podcast, it was like, well, am I going to be a fraud up there? Like, do I know what I'm talking about? It's like, well, I know what I know. So I can share that. I had to go in and I had to like really feel that. Am I an imposter on the mic? Now I feel (laughs) no. I actually had to go in and do some work. 
this idea of what others know and what I know and having humility and saying to yourself, I can always learn more. But when it comes to imposter syndrome, you're not giving yourself the correct value or credit you deserve for what you do know. Everyone knows more than me. That is one of the manifestations of imposter syndrome is the constant comparison. So when you are constantly comparing yourself with someone else, and especially people who you perceive as more successful, you have this feeling of inadequacy and something is wrong with me, which then leads to this feeling of fraud, hence the term imposter syndrome. What do we do to negate these feelings to get over this imposter syndrome? You go in and you find the root of it. Like, where is it coming from? And how is it manifesting in your life? So you discount your achievements. Do you do that in your life? If something amazing happens to you, are you like, oh, oh, shucks, you know, I didn't deserve (laughs) that one. Or are you like, yeah, I worked hard and I feel good about it. Or it wasn't a big deal or anyone could have done it. If you're doing that, that is a sign of a manifestation Mm -hmm. of imposter syndrome. Inside a little bit, do you feel like you don't deserve that credit? And do you feel uncomfortable if someone gives you credit? Again, related to something is wrong with me. And then it's a barrier to your even future success or pursuing your passion. We talked about this one, fear of failure. If you procrastinate and if you avoid new challenges, it can be because you fear that if you fail, you're going to be exposed as the fraud. So your failure is like, oh, look at that one. Fraud over there. Fraudy in the corner. Yeah. Fraudy in the corner because they made a mistake. They obviously don't know what they're doing and something is wrong with them. They're not perfect. That's also connected to perfectionism, which is also connected to something is wrong with me. So that core wound of something is wrong with me is so significant. Another one is, do you attribute your success to external factors? All these things aligned. This is why. Has nothing to do with me. Instead of acknowledging your own skills and effort that you put into it, you're attributing it to something else. Then there's overachieving. The overachiever. That is yeah. connected to perfectionism as well. It also can manifest from imposter syndrome. You work so, so hard and you have to be perfect in everything. And you have these incredibly high standards for yourselves because you're trying to prove your worth because then that proves that you're not a fraud. So it's your brain's way of saying like, okay, this, 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 this. And then I'm going to validate this feeling. And then, oh, that must mean that I'm not a fraud. Would you ever get to that point though? If I do all these things, I'm not a fraud. But if you don't do the inner work and get to the core of it, aren't you always going to just continually feel like a fraud no matter what you do? No matter what you do. And you're always just going to be constantly striving for the next because then you're all of a sudden going to be like, you've reached that goal, but you're like, oh, it was because of luck. So I need to overachieve again. That was a fluke. That was a fluke that That this happened. Yeah. Yeah. So I I need to go through this whole process again. At the same time, People are achieving, right? Which is kind of interesting. It's like, but you're still achieving, but you're not enjoying the achievement and you're not living in the moment and you're not giving yourself the proper credit and you're not loving yourself in that sense to say, good on me. It's like never good enough. Always. And you don't feel good. You don't feel good inside. You almost want to reject the achievement because it's like, well, I didn't deserve it. And like, I don't want people to give me like praise. Because I just feel like it's insincere or misguided. Even when someone tries to compliment you, it makes you feel uncomfortable inside because you're like, well, I don't deserve that. I'm an imposter. I'm a fraud. This thing that I've achieved that I've been working forever for, I don't deserve that. What happens is all of these things start happening and you achieve this and then you keep going and you have to keep pushing and keep pursuing. 
and keep challenging yourself, which is great in some sense. But if you're feeling bad about it inside, it leads to burnout. Because that's like the, the next step, the next step, the next step. It's like you can only go so far for so long until you cannot go any longer. And then that level of stress and just even the level of anxiety in your body that your body will hold and stress because you're so preoccupied because of your overachieving and because of your fear of failure and like all of these things that are happening inside just because you feel like a fraud, you have this fear of being exposed. You just hold the stress and anxiety in your body. And at one point, it's going to get to the point where your body starts rejecting it. Like it's going to start telling you things. There's going to be psychosomatic symptoms. Physical symptoms that that show themselves. There's no other way around it. I think the biggest thing is the next time someone compliments you, do you accept it? Honestly, inside your body, does your body have a reaction? When someone compliments you, do you get like a flutter in your chest, almost like an anxiety? Does your stomach hurt? Do you want to turn away? Just notice what your body does when someone compliments you or when you achieve success and no one compliments you. Do you accept it? And just notice what happens in your body. And that's the very first thing that you can do. Like, you can't just make yourself be like, okay, now, Danita, I am going to start accepting my success. Feels like when your parents are like, you did good. You should feel good about yourself. And on the inside, you're going, no, that was shitty. I did not do good. When someone says something to you, do you accept it? And when you achieve something, do you accept it? And where do you feel it in your body? And then when that happens, and you can just start noticing it, and then you can just start actually, it's going to sound weird, but you can actually almost start talking to the, okay, I feel the flutter in my chest. What does this mean? How come I feel this way? You can start, you can journal about it. You can write about it. Of course, you can also just, my favorite thing to do, my absolute favorite thing to do is to pop on some music. And music is incredibly important to inner work. That music is the one that takes you on your journey, essentially, into like your nervous system and your subconscious. And that's what allows you to access it. So I turn on music and then I just really feel what was going on there when that happened. I'm going to compliment you, Jen. Jen, you look beautiful today. Thank you, Danita. I want to tell you something about the thank you, if I may. I find you give a compliment or accept a compliment. People often say they cannot take the compliment. First example, Danita, I love your hair. Oh, thank you. I haven't watched it in a week or I didn't do it or da, da, da. There's like all this that goes around with it. You can just accept a compliment, look the person in the eye and just say genuinely, thank you and just leave it full stop. Thank you. You Try it. It's quite something because there's no explanation of why you have to get this compliment. Just thank you. If you were to say to me, Danita, great hair. Thank you. It's my extensions that I just had put in. <laughs> and I feel like a fraud because it's not my real hair. Danita, I actually adore your hair. I always do. Danita, I love your mermaid hair. Thank you. You're welcome. The music and connect with the music and feel the feelings and and journal about it. These are all daily things that we can do with ease that will make a huge impact into long-term feelings that we have about our careers or day-to-day life or following our passions. I really appreciate how you sum that all up so nicely. Well, thank you. And it was a good chat, I think, about just what is imposter syndrome and how it can manifest and come out and how it is a part of the core wound of something is wrong with me. Thank you everyone for listening. It was another great chat with Jen. We'll see you again soon. Thank you, Danita. Thanks. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. It is my mission to help as many people as possible explore the other side of life 
to find awareness in their truth and learn to love where they are at and discover where they can go. So if you found support and guidance in any way today, I would love to hear from you. The best way is to simply share your love by leaving me a comment on whatever platform you are tuning in from. I will be reading every single one of them. Or you can connect with me on YouTube where I share healing sound meditations. And you can always learn more about me, my services, and what it is I do at www.gypsyheart.ca. That's www.gypsyheart.ca. I can't wait to connect again soon.